Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. I'm Baha Etmanen, the founder and editor of Ageless by Rescue. Ageless by Rescue gives you unprecedented access to international and Australian experts and visionaries. Hi, it's Miranda here on Ageless by Rescue podcast. Hi, this is Martha Kay and you are on Ageless by Rescue podcast. I'm Trini Woodall. I mean, I feel I'm being interviewed by the sexiest woman in the world. I am super excited to bring you Martha Kay on this episode of Ageless by Rescue. She is a reality TV phenomena appearing on Married at First Sight and also The Celebrity Apprentice. She is a beauty influencer and she is one of the most honest, charming and delightful women I have met in the media game. In this episode of Ageless, you are going to hear the most honest interview with a celebrity on every single treatment, surgery and product that uh, Martha uses. And I'm really delighted to be sharing such an honest journey with you. Martha Califitadis is one of Australia's most in-demand digital personalities. Martha shot to fame after her appearance on Channel 9's hit TV show, Married at First Sight. Known for her beauty and skincare content and style inspiration, Martha has a loyal following of over 650,000 people across her Instagram and TikTok. Her followers love tuning in for the behind the scenes glimpses into her personal life, from her hilarious dynamic with her mum, Mary, to her relationships with her partner and fellow Married at First Sight contestant, Michael. Most recently, Martha finished top four on Channel 9 Celebrity Apprentice. She was absolutely fantastic in that and was the face of Maya's Find Your Fit Denim National Campaign. I am so excited to have a candid and raw conversation with one of the most charming and quite soulful media personalities. I'd met Martha a few times and really didn't get to know her beyond her TV persona. But in today's chat, I just wanted to reach into the Zoom and give her a cuddle and say, oh my God, you're my people. I think you're going to love this episode of Ageless by Rescue. Welcome, Martha Kay. Martha Kay on Ageless by Rescue. Welcome. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you because I feel like we can have a real conversation, like girl to girl, um, about all the things that are available to us um, and also like real beauty, real beauty talk. Can I ask you, what is your philosophy on beauty? Because, you know, you're fettered for your beautiful skin, your gorgeous body, your hair. What's your actual personal philosophy? My philosophy? Like, what do you mean, my my, my beauty philosophy? Like, what do you I think? Get- Less is more? Do you, uh, do you like, um, you know, do you have a certain muse? Do you have a certain... I don't approach? have a muse. I don't actually look at anyone and like aspire to be like them. I, I've never had like a muse or someone that I aspire to. My philosophy would be just do what works for you that doesn't feel like a chore. I think as soon as you are a slave to your beauty regime or your like workouts or your diet, I feel like then there's it's not fun. So it's a chore. And if you're a slave to it, then it's controlling your life. Um, but yeah, I think that would be my philosophy. When did you first realize you're beautiful? Like when were you aware of your aesthetics? 
I don't really see myself as someone who is beautiful. Um, I don't think I'm ugly, but I don't think I'm beautiful. I like without any makeup on and like a ponytail, like right now, I don't think I look great. Um, I've got great skin, but I don't think I look amazing, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't really think I'm beautiful. Like, did you grow up with self-confidence? I grew up feeling really ugly. Like I was not, I didn't like myself. What I grew did up, you, like? you know, and like Nisha Barton and like, you know, mm. Blair Waldorf were like the it girls. And I was just like this short girl, curvy. I had really dark hair, really dark features. I had a light layer of hair that covered my whole body. <laughs> I was just not, I didn't feel cute. And when did you switch over to saying, you know what, this little package is just fine? I think at around like, I think after like my first serious relationship, I think that's when I started to like have some more love for myself. Because you had your beauty reflected back to you in that relationship? Well, I guess because like I felt loved by someone else that wasn't my immediate family. Mm-hmm. And I started to like appreciate like my myself, I guess my beauty, but I think it would have been at about 21, yeah, 22, 23. I mean, not until 30 did I really feel like confident in my own skin, but it would have started after my first serious relationship. Can I ask you, in your 20s, um, so, you know, we're talking about, the concept of being ageless, because it's not about how old you are or it's how you feel, what stage of life you're in. What what were the things that, what were the first things that you started doing for to upkeep your skin, your hair, um, if you had any surgery? Skincare, I started skincare at like 13. I was obsessed with skincare. I was like ahead of my game. What um, did you use? I just, whatever I would get in Woolies or like Priceline, like anything. I mean, dad took me to the Estee Lauder counter and I think he bought me the advanced night repair serum at like 14. I totally didn't need it, but I just wanted it. I loved the bottle. It was in the glass dropper bottle and I just, the smell. And I thought that I was like some crazy scientist, like in my bathroom using this serum and it was amazing. Um, But I guess, you know, in my twenties, laser hair removal had just come out, so I was We've getting had this laser conversation. <laughs> um, it was crazy expensive. It was super painful. Not many people were doing it, but um, I did get some laser hair removal. I did. What else did I do? I mean, I did everything myself. Like my eyebrows, I would do myself. My hair, I would blow away my hair myself. Like. I had the longest, thickest hair and I would use a round brush and it would take me three hours and I would stretch it out and give myself a blow wave. Um, most of the things I did myself, I I didn't really experiment with like fillers and injectables until I was way older, like after 27. But so I 27 get- to me still is super young. I'm 47 and, you know, I didn't start experimenting with fillers and injectables till later. But I'm excited for, you know, the younger generation because they have so many options. Um, Tell me about when you thought to yourself, you know what, I wouldn't mind trying a little bit more in the aesthetic space. Well, I I did get a a nose job, a rhinoplasty and a breast, uh, and I got breast implants at I think like 23. Yeah. So I did that. Were you happy Um, with the results? Did it make you feel better? 
I was happy. I was. Um, yeah, it made me feel better. I, I was really happy. Um, but I, when the injectables, I think my mum was going to an injectable doctor. She was seeing this doctor who did injectables. And I remember her telling me about this stuff, like this stuff called filler. And um, she's like, oh, you could use a little bit. Like you could do a little bit, like just to give you more of a brow bone because your, your brows are so flat looking. And I had no idea. Like I'm like, what? Flat brows? Like what is she talking about? I thought my brows were perfect. Anyway, I remember her taking me with her to one of her injectable um, appointments. And I remember like just being on the bed and just feeling so cornered by this doctor and my mum like coming at me with a syringe. And I was just like, no, 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 no. This isn't for me. I'm not doing it. I I don't want to do it. I I was like so scared. Um, That doesn't sound like a great experience. No, it was horrific. Um, I watched my mum do it like it was nothing. She was just literally a pin cushion. She didn't even flinch. And then um, she, I remember like leaving. She's like, you're such a sook. It doesn't hurt. And I remember the next time I went back with her, I ended up getting that little bit of filler that she suggested in my eyebrow up here. It was so natural. Like you could not tell. No one could like my partner when I went home, my boyfriend at the time, he, because he said to me, he goes, don't get anything. Like you're beautiful. You don't need anything. Uh, and I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I went with mum. When I came back, he had no idea that I'd had like the little tiniest bit of filler in the brows. Yeah. Um, nobody could tell except my mum. She thought it was like some amazing transformation. She's like, oh, you look so much better. The angles of your face, like you look so much better. But I mean, it was just a bit of fun. And I didn't really get into it until I think after 30 again, did I start? And I got a bit of a lip filler after about maybe like at about 28 or something, but I didn't really do much then. I was scared. When you you started getting things, was it because you wanted to or you felt the pressure to because you were in media or your mum or your... Well, I was never in media back then. I was never. um, No, I I didn't feel any pressure or anything like that, but, you know, all my friends were doing it. Everyone was doing it. It It was a big craze. Like the Kardashians literally transformed themselves like in three years. It was so in our faces, like everyone knew about it, but no one was talking about it. Um, and I feel like all my friends were going to these clinics and getting all this stuff done. And so I would, you know, I just went with my friends and would kind of get a bit of filler. It was nothing extreme. Like we could only afford like one syringe or half a mil at the time. So it was, there wasn't massive changes happening to our faces, but I think it was just the ritual of going together and, you know, it was just a nice ritual. And how did you select who you went to? Because you're young, um, you you know, did you keep going to the doctor your mum took you to or did you go yes. to? Yeah. I, I went, I only went to that doctor my mum ever took me to. I never went to anyone else for years and years. And he was amazing. And he's a doctor, so he knows how to administer injectables. He's not a nurse. Like he's not a 20-year-old nurse. Um, he's qualified. And I trusted him. So tell me about your beautiful skin. Uh, you are kind of known for your glowing, gorgeous skin um, and your your beauty influencer. I saw that you and I are using the same skincare products at the moment. I'm on the Dr. Naomi regime too, and I love oh, it. Yeah. It's yeah, really I good. Love, I love the Dr. Naomi. I love. So tell I me love. everything you do for your skincare. 
I mean, I cleanse, double cleanse. I use, I mean, I have so much skincare. Tell I just me really, about it all. What I do is I listen to my skin and I read the signals that my skin is giving me and then I, that's how I choose what I put on my skin. I'm very lucky that I have like ample skincare ranges. I have so much. But I, I, the first thing I do is I look at my skin, I feel it, and I think, what does it need? What have I been eating? Do I need to add oil? Do I need to add water? What do I need to my to, to do to my skin? But I mean, I'm my, cleansing is the most important thing. My cleansing regime is really intense. I do an oil cleanse, then I might go back in and do another oil cleanse. I steam, then I might do another cleanse on top, um, just to get the oils and all the rest of like the sweat and the and everything else off. Um, I might do a mask. I do a mask a few times a week, like a clay mask. I love clay masks, a sheet mask. Um, and then during the during the day, I'll use my serums, like a hydrating serum, something for my pigmentation, a vitamin C serum. I'm trialing out some different serums at the moment. But I I love, I love doing my skincare. It doesn't feel like a chore. It's literally the only thing that I do in my day that is for me. Like every waking minute of the day, I'm running around, I'm working, I'm trying to get deadlines done, I've got briefs or I'm cooking like dinner or whatever, lunch for Michael and I. And then at the end of the night, I get to go into the bathroom, close the door and then it's just like, it's just for me. Do you have favourite products? Um, I do have a few favourites. Like I have a few favourites that cannot be trumped. Um, What are they? Okay, so I'm... Well, at the moment, my favorite product is the Dr. Naomi Gen- Gentle Gentle or Gently Gently Cleanser. Yeah. I am just in awe at this cleanser. It's a cleanser that I wouldn't usually use. I don't like a cleanser that's not an oil cleanser. This cleanser is like it takes off every bit of makeup that you're wearing, even if you are wearing like Jewelux paint as makeup. If you have waterproof mascara on, it takes everything off. But the most remarkable thing is, it doesn't dry your skin out. It doesn't feel irritated. Your skin feels so balanced and happy after using it. And for me, that's massive because if something ruins like the, the, the pH balance or the feeling of my skin, I'll never use it again. Like I hate anything that strips my skin. Yeah. Um, so the Dr. Naomi Gently Gently Cleanser I love. Um, Sunday Riley Good Jeans is a, is a lactic acid-based serum that I've used for years and I'm obsessed with. Um, Dr. Pericone has a cream called Cold Plasma. Yes. I've been using that for years and I love it. Um, I can't tell you exactly what Cold Plasma does, but I know that when I'm using it, my skin's better than when I'm not using it. Okay. It just does something to the overall texture. It does contain glycolic acid, but um, I don't know if it's that or if it's just a combination of everything. And then one of my favorite um, products is one of my favorite oils, like because I'm obsessed with face oils. I've Me used too. every face oil on the market, like every single one. The most expensive, the cheapest, I've used them. But my favorite face oil is the um, Glory Oil by Eco by Sonia. I don't know if you've ever used it. Never used it's it. It's not a high, like it's not like a bougie brand or anything. It's like $49 a bottle, but I don't, the, just the concoction of oils is, I don't know, it just does something to my skin. Like if you have a scar, if you have a pimple, if you have anything, it just makes it vanish. It is my favorite face oil. Um, and then I like to use like for my hair, I use this salt scrub, a scalp salt scrub by yeah. Christopher 
Doc Roban. I love that. I use that too. Um, yeah, I love it. It's just it's good so- for our thick hair because our scalp gets dry when you have so much hair. You need when to you actually so do something hair, for the scalp. I feel like our scalp gets congested. Like it does. The dead it needs a facial. Yeah. Yes, it needs a facial. Yeah. Um, and then I, I love to get a facial like by at, um, Chakra in Melbourne by Kiki. She uses DMK, so I use a lot of DMK products as well. Um. Yeah, I mean, do you have any um, do you have any body rituals that you do? I mean, I know your partner is a trainer, but you know, how do you look after your body? And you know, it seems seems to be a signature part of your beauty. I used to love working out, and I was a crazy like person about working out. I would you know walk everywhere, and I wanted to. I was so obsessed with having like you know over twenty thousand steps a day, getting to my you know my gym class. But as I've gotten older, I'm so much more busy. I have so many more responsibilities. I don't have a chance to work out and do all that the way I'd like to. I mean, I like to walk. I like to go for a walk. I'll do um, a workout with Michael if I'm up for it. Like he gets up really early and works out. I hate waking up early. Like my body does not wake up early. Like 6.30 is not a time of the day that you want to know me or see me. Um, but I'll do a few workouts with him. And I like working out with him because he doesn't make me do anything crazy. Like I'm not doing crazy weights. I'm not lifting heavy and squatting and doing that sort of thing. I do like to do Pilates. I love Pilates. And What kind of Pilates do you do? Um, like reformer. reformer. Mm. Yeah, but even just mat Pilates, whatever I can do really. When I, when I was really young, I was in a car accident and I broke my leg. And part of the rehabilitation, I had to do Pilates and I remember doing it, um, you know, for a few years rehabilitating my leg but also just doing it in general. And I remember at like 19 I had the craziest set of abs like and I think it just set me up for getting older, like just the core strength. And I remember growing up I always had like the flattest stomach and and like just – this, this stomach that looked like I worked out and my friends all used to say, you, how do you have that stomach? Like, do you work out in secret? We don't understand, like, how your stomach's like that. But I swear it was the Pilates from when I was younger. And now just doing it again, I can just feel that, that posture and that length coming back into, like, my spine and my torso. I love Pilates. Um, so that would, that would be pretty much it, a bit of walking, some Pilates. I do a few workouts with Michael, but nothing crazy. Like you will not see me like lifting crazy weights in a gym or anything like that. Do you do any body treatments? Like, um, you know, there's so many slimming and ultrasonic and um, laser treatments you can have for your body. I did try out um, some cool sculpting not long ago, but um, I'm just waiting to see the results. Apparently you have to wait to see the results. Yeah, it, it has to metabolise the fat. Yeah, it wasn't a drastic change. I'm, I'm not sure yet if I'm convinced, to be honest. If I'm being 100% authentic, I'm not sure if I'm convinced by it yet. But I haven't really done too many body treatments, only because I'm so sceptical about them. Is there a part of your body that you absolutely love? No, not really, if I'm being honest. Nothing really. I don't love my body. I'm, I'm short. I've got short muscles. I look a lot shorter than I even am. Um, I know that's really sad to say, but if I'm being honest, there's not a part of my body that I love. That's sad, but it's true. 
it's nice that you're being honest about it because I think a lot of us have massive amounts of insecurities and then, you know, something happens or we find a way of finding self-acceptance or we work on ourselves, you know. Part of the whole idea is that you learn things that work for you. Do you do any biohacking things? You know, do you drink water? Do you do ice baths? Do you take supplements? I drink so much water. Like you wouldn't believe how much water I drink. Like I feel like sometimes I think I'm a diabetic and I don't know it because I drink, I'm always thirsty. Um, and I love supplements. I've been taking supplements since I was like 18. I remember oh. being really young and my mum told me about spirulina or spirulina. Yeah. And I remember I was so obsessed with taking them. I would take like 22 spirulina capsules, like these tablets a day. I was obsessed with them. <laughs> um, and just from then I started taking supplements. I got all my friends onto it. What do you take people, now? Now I take um, I take a hair supplement. I take the JS Health hair supplements, and I also am on and off with the detox and de bloat supplement that they have because I am so with the what detox and de bloat tablets. So yeah. they're like a they help to kind of de puff. I am one of those people that is super super sensitive to water retention. I feel like some days I can just go up a whole dress size just because I retain so much fluid. If I have too much salt or if I have something really inflammatory, I just get, I'm sensitive to it. Um, and so I find that they help me to like not hold on to all like the, to the toxic fluid. Um, it's not a, it's not like a crazy laxative or anything. It just helps to kind of, it's got milk thistle and like things like that in it that help to kind of get rid of all that toxic fluid. Um, I take a few of their supplements. I take a collagen supplement that they do as well. I'm actually obsessed with the JS Health supplements because I know the owner of the brand and I know all her formulations and how passionate she is about what she does that she only will source like the best ingredients to put in the supplement. And I think that is what a lot of people don't understand is they just blindly will buy a supplement without really knowing like how it's been made, what's in it. And I think also that you pay for what you get in a supplement. Like if you're not you're not paying top dollar for the crappiest supplement ingredients, like you're just not. Um, but I think it's important to do your research when it comes to supplements. You seem really well researched on everything. And I, who do you uh, learn from? Where do you go? I'm like an avid reader. I read about everything. I'll just do my own research. I mean, and now we're so lucky. We have the internet, and you can just there's so much information out there. Just one quick Google search. Um, and you can find, you know, there's hundreds and hundreds of pages about anything that you want to know. That's something that I find funny, actually. On my Instagram, people always ask me, like, what should I do for this? What should I do for that? Like, it could be anything like, oh, I've got a pimple. I've got this rash. I've got this. Oh, I'm bloated. What should I do? And I'm just like, I'm happy to share, but also like a little bit of, of researching and a little bit of reading and you will be so educated, like, you won't, no one will be able to fool you, you know? I think that's the idea behind Ageless as well is that I get asked all these questions a lot too and people don't do their research. So I wanted to launch a media platform that did some of the research and also brought on some of the people who are regarded as beauty icons or really knowledgeable doctors, experts, nutritionists, facialists, um, and people like yourself who, who've done the legwork and 
you know, provide and edit. Um, you've got beautiful teeth, Martha. That's yeah. I, I always noticed that about you. Tell me about your teeth. I know um, that you're a spokesperson for High Smart and I love the boys and I love that brand. But what else do you do for your teeth? They're really gorgeous. I, I have naturally, I have really amazing teeth. Um, I did get, I do have four veneers across the top because right. one of my teeth started to push back and it started to look like I was missing a tooth just from the shadow. So I got some veneers, which I think is possibly the best thing I've ever done, like better than right. Botox, filler, anything. I think honestly getting my teeth like to look amazing is the best thing I've done for my face. I think teeth just elevate you to that next level. It's I like that too. next level. Like you can have great skin, but the teeth just take you to like out of this world level because it's just that attention to detail. And when we talk and we smile, it's just such a massive part of our face. So um, do you brighten your teeth as well? Do you do that regularly? Is that part of your I do, routine? I do. I have had the in-chair whitening and I can like literally say I will never, ever get that again, ever. It is the most painful, painful thing and I hate it. And there's nothing worse than mouth or teeth pain. Like in my opinion, I haven't had children yet, so I'm saying there's nothing worse than that. But um, I do love the high smile. The new the new high smile um, kit is like it's ridiculous. It's actually and it works. It works really I, 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 I just don't understand how they've done it. I don't understand. Like it's crazy. I just, it's amazing. I love it. And I'm, I've gotten all my friends there. They always ask me, they're like, hey, do you think the high smile is really good? Should I get it? I'm like, honestly, do you want wider teeth in 10 minutes? That's painless. Get it. If not, don't ask me anything else about teeth because <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm going to ask you a question. What do you think makes a woman powerful? Uh, confidence, assertiveness, and I think also fun being able to be vulnerable. When you were on the two television shows, you were on two reality TV shows, very different in theme. Where in, do you feel that you came into your power and your kind of feminine energy um, second time round in Celebrity Apprentice? Not really. I mean, both shows are highly produced and highly edited. So I think what you see on TV is not what you get in like reality like I'm not the person that you see on tv a lot of it is played up and you know a bit of extra sass for for the show I guess it's a show at the end of the day they want entertainment they literally what they do on a tv show is they will pick out your most you know intense moments your most heated moments your bitchiest moments your most vulnerable moments and they it's a highlight reel of that but I don't think it is a true portrayal of who I am or who any of us are, for that matter, on the TV show. And when you watch like, some of the things back and you see people's reactions to it, are you are you at a point where you just go, I know who I am and that's a character or does it still irk you? No, look, I feel like that's exactly where I'm at these days. It's like I know who I am. My friends, my family know who I am. Everyone who was on that show with me and even the show before know who I am. And that's all I can really ask for. I don't really care what, you know, uh, people who don't know me or have never met me, what they think about me because, I mean, information is only as valuable as its source. So 
I just don't really care what people who have never met me are saying or writing about me. I don't. So you're in your 30s now and we were talking about, you know, insecurities or, you know, love of self, love of body, love of image. What would you go back to your 20-year-old self and say? I'd just say, um, I'd probably say like the things that are so big to you right now, like your snail trail and stretch marks and, you know, your, your curly hair, like the things that are so big to you right now and that you think it's the end of the world, like you are not going to care about them. So just chill, just chill out on caring right now because it's not important. And I think I'd say the the sooner that I own who I am or the sooner that you own who you are, the more fun you're going to have with it. Like the sooner I own, like I'm short, I'm curvy. I'm never going to be 5'11 and thin. I'm never going to be that. The sooner I own this, there's more I'm going to enjoy it. And that's, I mean, I, I got that once I turned 30, but I think, um, and I'm still learning because like you literally asked me, what do I like? And I said, nothing. I don't like anything about my body. That is so horrible. I don't, I feel like I should take that back, but I think it's just how I feel right now. And what about, so let's project forward. What would you like your 40 year old self to say to 30 year old Martha? Um, my 40 year old self to 30 year old me. I don't know. I feel like I hear all my friends now that have had kids and they say to me, honestly, sleep. You never sleep after you have a kid, like not even until they're 21, like <laughs> you don't ever sleep. So I think my 40-year-old self would say to my 30-year-old self um, is the same sort of thing. Like maybe I think I'm spending, I spend so much time now working. I'm so obsessed with work that I feel like maybe my 40-year-old self will say, you know, the things that you think are so important, you know, maybe they're not as important as you think they are. Like getting that job, getting that deal, is it really everything to you? Um, Right now it is, but I think when I'm 40, I want to be in a position where I can say to myself, "There's, there's more important things. And hopefully there are. Like hopefully I have a family and, you know, my world is a little bit bigger. Do you think Martha Kay is going to come out with a beauty range? Um, I think that's what everyone would expect me to do kind of thing. I'm such a rebel that I almost don't want to do it because that's what everyone wants me to do and I'm just a rebel by nature. Um, but I, I do, look, I have been working on some some skincare but I want it to be perfect and my vision is massive. So it's going to take a lot of manpower um, but I am really excited to present something to you all because I know people are curious. If Martha Kay could invent the ultimate beauty treatment, whether it's surgical, non-surgical, uh, a supplement, what would it be? I would have a bed, an LED bed that you sleep in that is literally just an LED light. So you are sleeping under LED. I don't know if that's good for you, but that's what I imagine would be the ultimate do you do LED facials now? I love LED facials, love. Well, you are a glowing picture of health. I'm so excited to see what you do next. And I love that you are so honest, refreshingly honest. And um, I loved your post the other day saying that, you know, your PR told you not to post something, but you did anyway. And I think that's what people love about you. You're not sure. Yeah, I'm always getting trouble about stuff like that. Everyone you know, the behind the scenes people said, don't do it. And I'm just, 
I am not this cookie cutter perfect girl. I am fucking, I make mistakes. I am wrong. I, I offend people and I don't mean to, but I do. And I just feel like I'm not prepared to just put on this face. Like I'm like, oh, I'm perfect. Like, you know, it's not me. I'm well, far from. The I'm you of you is Perfect and amazing to me. I'm so happy to get to know you better. I've met you a few times, but this was really nice. And I have a few friends who wanted to say hi. Um, and, yeah, it was wonderful to speak to you, Martha. I loved it. Oh, likewise. Such a pleasure. Such a pleasure talking to you and just looking at you because you're a vision yourself, like your skin, you are glowing. And I, and, and I have met you in real life. And I can say, like, you look amazing on this Zoom chat, but you look even better in real life. You are amazing. So keep doing what you're doing because I'm sure you inspire a lot of people as well. Thank you, honey. Thank you so much. Pleasure. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share and rate this episode. I'd love that. I'm Bahar Etmanen, your host and founder of Ageless by Rescue. For more exclusive content, show transcript, behind-the-scenes video, real people reviews, and extended interviews with experts, I invite you to please follow us at Ageless by Rescue on Instagram, Facebook, and Rescue TV on YouTube. You can also sign up to receive our e-magazine and newsletters, all for free.